Welcome to Small Biz Flash, your briefing on small business news, trends, and insights. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. Thanks for joining me. The Balance Scorecard is a tool that any business can use to focus on the important areas of operations as well as finances, linking them to specific goals to generate better outcomes. I'll explain more right after the news roundup. All right, let's dive in. Small businesses are hiring only temporary, part-time workers and contractors at a record high rate of 25%, according to Alignable's latest small business hiring report. The latest numbers also show a cutback in hiring of full-time workers, down to 29% in March, compared with 35% in February. As I've documented repeatedly on this show, Small business owners are beset with problems right now, including continued inflationary pressures and the threat of an economic downturn. A full 60% of owners predict a recession at some point in 2023, according to the report. Add to this mix the credit crunch resulting from the March bank failures, and it's understandable why owners are shifting away from full-time workers in an effort to conserve resources. Small businesses must comply with all sorts of government regulations, but one proposal currently before Congress aims to lighten that burden. The Small Business Regulatory Flexibility Improvements Act would force federal regulators to more accurately disclose the total impact of all new rules on small businesses. According to an analysis by the Competitive Enterprise Institute, Of the 3,777 rules in the fall 2021 regulatory pipeline, 693 were expected to affect small businesses. But of those, only 354 were subject to a regulatory flexibility analysis because of the vagueness in previously enacted laws meant to protect small businesses from excessive regulation, leaving 339, or about 49%, without review. The United States Patent and Trademark Office has reduced fees for small business applicants as part of a congressional effort to lower the barriers to obtaining patents. The newly lowered fee schedule applies to small entities filing, searching, examining, and maintaining patents. As an example, for a small entity before the change, it might have cost $910 to go through an initial, new, non-provisional utility patent application process, whereas now the cost is $728. Fees are substantially less for micro-entities. You can find more information on this and the other stories in the news roundup by going to the links in the show notes. Small business owners, your finances are the cornerstone of your business. You need the bookkeeping pros at SBS Accounting and Advisors to keep your AP, AR, and financial statements on track. For 16 years, the good folks at SBS have been helping owners like you make better decisions and grow their profits. So go to sbsaccountants.com today to set up a free 30-minute consultation. Use the promo code FLASH to get 20% off your setup fee. Again, that's sbsaccountants.com. What you measure is what you get. 
That's the first sentence from the now famous Harvard Business Review paper published in 1992 titled The Balanced Scorecard, Measures That Drive Performance. In their article, authors Robert Kaplan and David Norton explained their newly crafted balanced scorecard, a set of measures to give owners and managers a quick but full overview of how the company is performing. The typical small business owner is focused on at least some of the financial metrics of his or her company, net profit, cash flow, and cost of goods sold, for example. But for long-term success, you need a more even-killed approach. Hence, the balanced scorecard goes beyond just financial performance to look at the main drivers of profitability, customer satisfaction, internal processes, and the company's innovation and improvement efforts. In developing a balanced scorecard for your own small business, you need to outline one to three goals for each category and then choose an appropriate metric to track your progress for each goal. Along with the metric, you can also indicate a target point for the metric, indicating that the goal has been achieved. For the customer satisfaction category, you might choose net promoter score or the number of customer complaints per week. These are leading indicators, giving the advantage of not only highlighting customer sentiment, but also helping predict future sales. For the internal processes category, it could be any number of metrics, depending on the goal it is connected to. If your objective is to speed up the assembly of a particular product, then your metric could be machine downtime. For the innovation and improvements effort category, you could focus on an employee education program and then measure employee satisfaction with the training. Note that beyond the financial category, which is generally backwards-looking, the other components are future-oriented. You need to focus on where you want to go and the metrics that will help predict whether or not you are moving in that direction. The authors liken the scorecard to an instrument panel in an airplane cockpit. Quote, For the complex task of navigating and flying an airplane, pilots need detailed information about many aspects of the flight. They need information on fuel, airspeed, altitude, bearing, destination, and other indicators that summarize the current and predicted environment. Reliance on one instrument can be fatal. Similarly, the complexity of managing an organization today requires that managers be able to view performance in several areas simultaneously, end quote. You can use the scorecard to summarize the relevant measures in each of the four categories all on one sheet of paper. And because it's just one page, you can't have 30 metrics, which is precisely the point. The scorecard's design forces you to home in on those few goals that are most important and measure progress related to those. Share the scorecard with your management and refer back to it often as a reminder of how the daily work of the company feeds into the progress towards the scorecard's goals, which in turn should reflect the company's overall strategy. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Flash. I'm your host, Adam Hewitt. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about the podcast and a comment on LinkedIn, Facebook, or YouTube would be great as well. I sure do appreciate it, and I'll see you next week.